All right, so who else should be on the show? Who else should we have as a guest on the show? I would love, well, actually, I don't even know if this person's been on it, Ray Jasper. That's what I'm talking about. Ray, you heard the man. I'm actually cutting this clip. I'm cutting this clip just so we can get Ray on. I need everyone to share it, like it, retweet. Like, we need Ray on Let's Talk Cheer. That was a good answer. Let's go. And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's get started. Turn it up and tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like you know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, I'm about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight. We're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 102. Not sure there's going to be a 103, but thank you for joining. We have a great episode for you guys today. Today we have on Ray Jasper, and no offense to any other choreographer out there, but the best choreographer in the world, an inspiration, a role model, and a hero to so many of us in the cheer industry. Ray, thank you so much for coming on the show. If it's your first time here, thank you for checking out the show. You literally have another 101 episodes to catch up on, but so that you don't miss any more, be sure to subscribe. We're on Spotify, we're on YouTube, we're on Apple Podcasts, and we're on Google Podcasts. So again, be sure to subscribe. For everyone else, be sure to follow us on Instagram and on TikTok, where we post clips from the show there. We also do other fun videos and other fun giveaways as well. Jason C. Larkins on TikTok and Let's Talk to Your Podcast on IG. Shout out to my mother, Sheila, Claire, Sarah, Robin, Adriana, Chanel, Tamara, myself, my not-so-mysterious supporter, Heather Peterson of Flipside, Pablo, representing for all the cheer dads out there, our mate, Michelle, Mike, the lead, mean coaching machine, Heidi, Adam, and our two newest supporters, Jasmine and Casey. You can donate to the show for as little as 99 cents a month. Link in the show notes, link in the description, and all of your donations go towards helping out this this whole experience, the listening experience, the viewing experience. Thank you so much again for all of your financial donations. But what means the most to me is when you share the podcast. Send it to a friend who does choreography. Send it to a coach who tries to do choreography. Or you can just post it on your social media. And by sharing it on your social media, you've entered to win a free coaches training with me. All you have to do is take a screenshot of an episode of the podcast, post that on your Instagram story, and tag our Instagram in the post. That's it. Post the podcast on your story. Tag the Let's Talk Cheer podcast in the post, and you are entered to win. The winner will be announced in episode 105. The more shares, the more entries. Someone is going to win. Why not you? I'm the cheer director at American Cheer, AKSC.com, sharing with you my life running a program, managing a staff, coaching the athletes, and working with the parents. And on the other side of the microphone is a man who's really shaped me into a coach. I am today someone who I'll always be thankful for and grateful for. Please welcome to the show, Ray Jasper. Ray, welcome <laughs> to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Jason. Dude, this is awesome, guys. I just said, I actually said this on episode 99, which just released in our time a couple days ago. And in 99, I said, guys, I got a guest coming on. We just locked it in and I'm, I'm really excited. You guys are going to know who the guest is when you hear it. So Ray, you have been on my list for ever in a day, forever in a day. And so I'm glad this happened, but I need to build some, uh, some cachet. Right, I needed to oh, build Lord. some cachet before I had you on there. So, um, you know, you're just dating me now. You're just about to date me. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, let's uh, let's start here. Uh, how'd you get into cheer? Uh, well, that's a fun one. Uh, I, you know, I was uh, in actually marching band, and uh, I was watching the cheerleaders. You know, and a couple of them were tumbling here and there, and uh, went home. And then all of a sudden, my cousin, who was living with us at the time, said, "Hey." 
my girlfriend wants me to try out and we want to, we want you to try out too, you know? And I was like, I'm not doing cheerleading. And then first thing they did, was show me a video of modern day and Los Alamitos and mm -hmm. some of the most iconic high school teams, uh, some of my favorite programs ever. Um, and I was hooked. I was hooked yeah. from right when I saw the first eight count in the routine. So yeah, that's how I got started. I got talked into it. I tried out and loved it ever since. And here I am, nice. the, 100 uh, years later. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't look a day over 20. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> right. It's amazing to that. me that you get younger every time I see you. I'm like, great, oh, okay. Benjamin Button over here. <laughs> Dude, it's called filters. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. So that's at the infamous yeah. uh, Madison. Yeah. Yes. I, well, that was after I was at Sarah, actually Sarah high school competed okay. one year, my senior year. And I was also still in marching band. I was a band geek. Okay. And, um, after I graduated, uh, I ran into someone randomly out, you know, and she said she was a cheerleader at Madison and she said, we need help. I know you're, you come from a good program. So I went and started working with them. And uh, that's where I met Annalisa. Uh, she was a freshman mm -hmm. cheerleader. And uh, if you don't know Annalisa, she's probably one of my biggest inspirations. Uh, she, you know, mm -hmm. she coaches at Cheer Force San Diego, and she's just she's just a brilliant human being. So, um, not to get off the subject, but yeah, that's where I really started was Madison High School, learning how to coach. You know, living and learning mm -hmm. all my mistakes because cheer was so. Uh, it was on the, it was just basically born, you know, it was the whole mm -hmm. competitiveness. It was just, it was in an, in the infant stages. So you did a lot of uh, live and learn lessons, <laughs> if that makes any yeah, kind of sense. Yeah. yeah. So then where do you go from, I'm, I'm genuinely interested in the story. So where do you go from Madison? Uh, well, you know, at the time when I was at Madison High School, only high schools were competitive. And at that time, they only mm -hmm. had like varsity and uh, they had all girl and co-ed. Those were the divisions. That's what you had. Mm -hmm. And um, All-Stars became, started to become a thing in California, uh, probably my third year into, third or fourth year into high school. And it, obviously, All-Stars is a completely different concept. And, you know, it's, it's a lot more showy. And it would just, it literally spoke to me. And we mm -hmm. started the very first all-star team in, I was part of the very first all-star team in San Diego uh, and they were called San Diego Rebels. And mm -hmm. uh, that's where, you know, if you know, Tanaz and Rana and Netta, they were all part of, you know, the birth of all-stars in Southern California. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's, that's how I got into the all-star uh, you know, industry. Yeah. Old. All right, so I'm old. <laughs> no, this is great, man. Uh, so walk us through, walk us through Champion, right? So you you, oh, you own okay. Champion All Star or Outlaws, and yeah, walk us through that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. So uh, you know, learning as I'm going with San Diego Rebels, I put in a good you know three years, I believe, and at that time, uh, you know, I my high school program was pretty big. Madison High School, and uh, we had a huge JV, huge varsity, highly competitive. And uh, I just, you know, at one point felt like, you know, I want to do my own thing. And so, you know, I started uh, my own gym, started with a lady named Beverly Cassidy, and her daughter was also part of Madison High School. She was like the team mom. And her and I became business partners, and she ran, you know, the logistics, like the business side of it. And I took care of the coaching, the choreographing and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. And obviously I didn't do that alone. I had so many brilliant people work with me and I'm, I've been very blessed to surround myself with just, you know, just beautiful human beings, spectacular, brilliant brains, you know, just passionate. And so I think that's what has given me the uh, longevity in this business is that mm -hmm. I try to surround myself around talented people, people that I can learn from. Yeah. So I want to, I want to go here though. Um, um, Ray, I've been wanting okay. to ask you this question for 8,000 <laughs> years since, oh since my junior year in high school. <laughs> so Ray, <laughs> okay. yeah. you own champion and then you, you, you depart and you know, I, you go to California all-stars kind of in its infancy, right? When they're, it's only, they're only yeah. a couple of years old at the time. So right. we're all adults <laughs> now, Ray. So what, what happened? 
Wow. Wow. Jay, you're going to go there. No, listen, this is what happened. Um, I, I'm going to be straightforward. It, it uh, you know, I had another opportunity. Um, the, this uh, writer came along. Her name was Jessica mm-hmm. Benninger, and she was the writer for Bring It On, the movie. And so she approached uh, Champion while we were in UCA and said, hey, I'm writing, uh, you know, a script on a movie. And at the time it was called Cheer Fever. And she said, I'd like you to be part of it. And I didn't really know at what capacity that meant. So I said, yeah, sure, I'll be part of it. And not realizing, you know, the role I was actually playing. And I played a huge mm-hmm. role in that movie, not only just choreographing, but casting it and basically guiding the director through it. And it took a lot of my time, uh, mm-hmm. more time than I had expected. And if you know, you know, running a, a gym takes up, all your life you know it, yeah it's it's not a nine to five job it's a 24 7 job you know you're dealing with families and kids and so much you know it's just so much on your plate and i when i started doing the bring it on thing i just realized i i couldn't commit um and i wasn't able to do what i normally did mm-hmm. the, you know the same capacity so i took a break from cheerleading uh from the gym you know i said i don't think I can do this. I think I want to venture off and try the entertainment business. And mm-hmm. um, because, you know, once I got that gig, it opened up other doors like uh, working with Disney and the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards and, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like dabbling a little bit in the entertainment field. And, um, you know, it wasn't what I wanted. I realized yeah. it wasn't all that it was cracked up to be. You know, everything always looks great on the outside, but like, it was just a lot of stress, just not where I see myself. So, you know, I was obviously, uh, given a good year of that, I felt like I wanted to get back into it. And I just happened to be with Tanaz and Jeff uh, McQueen at the time. And they offered me, you know, Hey, why don't you come to California all-stars since, you know, you're not a champion anymore. You took a break from it. And I said, yeah, sure. I would, I'll do that. And I did that. And it definitely caused a lot of uh, friction between Mm -hmm. uh, myself and a lot of the people that ran champion at that time. And I, like I said earlier, I live and learn, you know, as we go and uh, it caused a lot of friction, but, you know, years have passed and I've mended those relationships and I'm just, like I said, I'm blessed to be around just beautiful human beings, you know? Yeah. Um, I wish I would have done it a little bit differently. If I had a chance to redo how I did it, definitely would have uh, handled it in a better way. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I mean, I feel no, like- No, no, 100%. <laughs> yeah. So, and just to paint the picture for everyone. So I'm I'm at Champion- um, right. my junior year in high school Annalisa, as you mentioned earlier, was my coach. Andrew's one of my coaches, Tony, Yo. but you know, we'll really focus on Andrew and, uh, Anna, but right. you know, so we're there, um, <clears throat> California all-stars happens, but a little bit later, obviously, uh, well, depending on the picture for everyone else, champion now eventually becomes what we know today as cheer for San Diego. We will need to go through everything, but cha- what right. we know as champion is now what we know as cheer for San Diego. Right. And so right. now you and cheer for San Diego are, have a great relationship. So I want to ask you that you kind of brought up a little bit. How did, how did those relationships end up mending and how did you guys go about like repairing those relationships? Yeah. You know what? I remember this day so vividly. Um, I started a company called Action Spirit uh, throughout the years. And this is, you know, it, it started towards the end of uh, my time with California All-Stars. I started this company and and went on to focus more on just being a choreographer and a freelancer and then focusing on Action Spirit. Well, uh, as the name got out, you know, and, and the, the about the company that I started um, on Lisa and then reached out to me, you know, and said, Hey, would you do a camp for us? And that was the beginning of mending our relationship, you know, and mm-hmm. we did a camp at champion and it was amazing. And on Lisa and I, you know, we had a lot of tears, uh, a lot of conversations and, you know, we just were able to weather that storm. We were able to get through it. Mm-hmm. And now we're stronger than ever, ever. We're, you know, we're, yeah. we're family, we're family. So. Yeah. 
There we go. And I was going to ask you, what does cheer force mean to you today? Oh, they're family. You know, they, you look at all of them and I coached every single one of them, except for, you know, Jennifer Long. Uh, But she was Mm -hmm. in the picture, you know, she was, she had Ramona at the time and Jennifer Long, if you don't know, she is, she's the, one of the owners at cheer force San Diego. Also, she coaches one of the largest high school teams, Granite Hills, and she's also the head coach for San Diego State University. So mm-hmm. she's, you know, wears many hats and um, seeing all these people, Casey Pop, Annalisa, Andrew Price, you know, uh, uh, do what they do with Cheer Force and still have that family vibe. It's amazing. So, yeah, when I walk in those doors, it's family. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing my brothers and sisters. So uh, they will always have a special place in my heart, you know, and a lot of people think I favor them and it's not that it's just, we've, we've had so much history together and I love them. And it, you know, it's really cool, especially, you know, for me, this outsider, not a real outsider, but you know, insider, outsider looking in where like, I I can see these things happening, but I don't know the inner workings, but it was really cool for me to see, obviously relationships were not where they wanted to be um, during your departure. And then, right. you know, not really knowing what's going on. And all of a sudden I see, oh, like Action Spirit and Cheer Force are working yeah. together. Like something must have happened. And then to see the relationship, yeah. how it's grown, like to see you guys at competitions now. And it's yeah. like, wow, like it, it, it was just really cool for me to see those things being I love repaired. That. And, um, yeah. you know, never knew, yeah. like, you know, I'm sure there's a car. It wasn't just like, hey, like, oh, we're over. Right. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. No. So it no, was really was... cool to see that. Yeah, there was a lot of work that went behind all that. And, uh, it, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm very, very blessed. There we go. All right. Love it, man. So, Ray, let me tell you this. Um, okay. Ray, you're the reason. Because you say, like, when you watch them out there, like, you see, you know, the kids that you used to coach, right? And I remember yeah, yeah. my very first competition. My very first competition. I'm super nervous. I, I don't know what to expect in my first competition. And I remember walking onto the floor and we're competing. And I remember looking out into the crowd and I remember seeing you just going crazy for us. And I was like, <laughs> we must be killing it. Right. Like, it's so happy. Um, yeah. And it turns out we didn't kill it that day. It turns out we had several drops, but, <laughs> but I just remember like seeing your face in the crowd. And I always remember that, like just seeing you go crazy. Yep. And so I always wanted to be the, that coach for our kids that when our kids looked that. out into the crowd, they saw their coach going crazy for them. Um, for sure. Even, it yeah. was cool to realize that we weren't really killing it. You know, like, oh, we had three <laughs> drops. <laughs> oh man, but coach looked happy because I was going, yeah. I was vibing yeah. that coach. So I always yeah, try to be yeah. that coach. Yeah. I love um, that. I love that. Great. So we're going to get to a break right now, but when we come back, we're going to talk about action spirit, um, the origins of that and you know, where okay. it's at today. Awesome. I once wrote a blog called Your Daughter Won't Fly Forever, but with FlyRight, she might fly a little bit longer. There's more pressure on flyers than any other position out there. Help your athlete fly right. Fly Right by TumbleTrack is the personal stunt stand that helps cheerleaders fine-tune their skills and perfect their body control. Made with heavy steel construction, it's easy to store away when not in use so your athlete can train anytime, anywhere. Give the gift of flying a little bit longer with Fly Right by TumbleTrack. Link in the show notes. And we are back. And Ray, I have to. I want to start off by saying this. I want to genuinely thank you for the opportunity that you gave me at Action Spirit. And <laughs> I remember I remember we went and we're, I just told this story to someone a couple of days ago, but I remember we went to work with Marilyn Twisters and yeah. we were there. And I remember you saying like, guys, like don't just like come and do these camps and, you know, get in and get out or make your money or whatever. But I remember you telling us like use these opportunities to network, right? Right. We're going to work with these programs. And every time we go to the one of these camps, you should be meeting coaches and owners and just networking with, with everyone that you get the opportunity to meet with, right? We get the opportunity to travel across the country and I will never forget that. And I always try to take advantage of that and go and meet the owners and other coaches. And because of you, I have so many relationships in the (laughs) industry that I wouldn't have had otherwise, obviously, you know, you know, Brendan and, you know, 
I don't know about you know, that. Just you, in our you've staff. always been a you're 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 a good people person. I I feel like the, at Action Spirit, we've been really lucky to to have. We've been very fortunate to have people like yourself, Brendan, you know, Ted, uh, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. The list goes on and on. Steve, yeah. who is my current business partner at Action Spirit. Uh, I mean, we just it, networking to me is 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 very important. You know, I mean, yeah. these are people that we work throughout the whole year, and uh, we nurture these relationships. I always tell my staff, mm-hmm. you need to nurture these relationships. You know, because we all spend so much time in the gym. Why not, if we're going to be away from home or whatever, traveling, why not be with people that you vibe, you know, you have good chemistry with? Mm-hmm. And that takes, yeah. that takes nurturing, you know, and networking. For sure. A hundred percent. And let me, I got to, yeah. I got to shout out one more name because you know, his feelings are going to be hurt if he hears this and knows his name wasn't mentioned. Mike Burns, you were great too. Oh, Unlimited. <laughs> Abilities. <laughs> I always, I will always love Mike Burns, man. He's family. That's family. <laughs> Definitely for sure, Mike Burns. <laughs> All right, so, um, so talk to us about Action Spirit. Um, you know, tell the people. You, you mentioned it a little bit, but tell the people what it is and how it got started. Yeah. Um, so Action Spirit, we're mainly a skill. We're like we're a skills camp, and we do focus on trying to be innovative. Uh, I don't want to say try. We do focus on being innovative. We're always thinking outside the box, really pushing our staff to um, evolve, you know, because the sport is, is it's not like any other sport. We're such a unique sport. We're not only just, it's not all about just the athleticism. It's also about the entertainment factor, right? And, and mm-hmm. trying to leave uh, an impression with the judges, something that stands out uh, beyond the other 60 teams that you're choreographing or competing against. So uh, we specialize in, you know, transitions and uh, just, you know, creating that wow moment in your stunts and pyramids. And then on top of that, we have a curriculum set up so that the kids can learn these creatives because you and I know that, you know, create, being creative, it's not always the easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I get a lot of like, yeah, we love that visual. We love this, but it's really hard to do. So mm-hmm. um, we've created it within our curriculum, basic like drills on how to be able to accomplish that creative side. So yeah. there's a lot of technique that goes into our camp and, you know, it's a, it's, it's an all day thing and the kids are exhausted, but we also make it fun because I used to work at NCA and my buddy, you know, Steve Belanger also was an NCA instructor and uh, we wanted that, that cool, like vibe. So kids can, you know, mm-hmm. build camaraderie within the teams and what I'm just basically get everybody on the same page. So I feel like our company uh, as a whole, we, we do that, you know, we, we bring the kids together, we get them on the same page, they learn really hard stuff, really cool stuff, but also they, they love it, you know, and we make yeah. it fun. Yeah, actually, was that a good explanation? <laughs> no, it was a perfect explanation. It was perfect. Okay. And it, okay, honestly, cool. some of the best times in my life was traveling around with Action Spirit. I think I was with the company yeah. for about 10 years. Yeah. And I remember my first year on staff, you know, we were like, hey, we're at, you know, we're at, um, work weekend and we're going to make up all the material for the summer. And this is way yeah. before iPhones. And yeah. we, we make up all the material and all we do is write <clears throat> down the name of the stunt. Like it's called the sushi roll, but we didn't record anything. And so we'd get to the camp and go like, what's the name of that stunt? What stunt are we doing? I remember we had to make up all these stunts. And so the next summer we, I remember we started recording stuff, which got made yeah. significantly easier. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, man, yeah. but action and I tell this to everyone, Action Spirit, it's the best camp there is out there. It really is. The best camp oh, there is out there. And, that. you know, we would go in and make up just totally new stunts for, for yeah. teams, like just really innovative stuff. And it was cool to work because I was working at jams before that. And you know, I'm doing Pop Warner um, yeah. camps, which, you know, it's fun in, in one sense. But I was tired of like not working not tired. I wanted to work with more elite athletes. Right. And so going over to action and working with all-star athletes and not just all, not just like any all-star athletes, but you know, we're working with the best programs programs in the country. And so that really was some of the best times in my life and action spirit and action spirit camp. I'm telling you, you haven't done one before you got to do one because they are just absolutely phenomenal i'm thinking about right now we might do an action spirit camp we might we might lock one in right yeah jay let's go we I, love america i know we need come on dude you know we um 
I had talked to um I had talked to Jen because I, I wasn't sure I wanted to do one just by ourselves. And I was like, maybe yeah. we can go to the Cheer Force. Like we can hop in on the Cheer Force one. And because yeah, I yeah. remember Cheer Force was doing it in Palm Springs with like all the locations. I was like, hey, right. I, I wouldn't mind going to yeah. I wanted to do more of a camp experience and not just right. come to the gym. And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I get that. And so I'd be like, it'd be cool if we went to Palm Springs with Cheer Force and then did it. And Jen was like, yeah, I'm down. And yeah. so I'm not really sure what happened. I think she said she needed to talk to Becky and I never heard back from her. And then you know, <laughs> time passes and whatever it is. So, so there's your um, answer. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you can't do it. I, I wanted you to go, Jen. It was the other, it was the other owners. <laughs> yeah, Jen's cool like that. Yeah. So, um, but we just had Becky on. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I uh, saw do they still do it in Palm yeah. Springs or no? Uh, no, no, I mean, we, right now we do just the San Diego location and that alone okay. is, is, a, is a, is tough, you know, because there's so many kids yeah, there. Sure. And, uh, yeah. now that they moved into a bigger gym, a beautiful facility, we're able to do one camp. Whereas in the past, mm. we would have to break it into like three different sessions yep. or whatever, two different sessions. And yeah, so um, it definitely is more manageable. Uh, we're a very small company. We have about 40 staffers. Uh, it never mm. really goes over that. And uh, these 40 brilliant people put in, well, you know, you were one of them, uh, put in a lot of hard work. And you mentioned work week. It's funny now that we have the I guess the, the programs that we have uh, and the demand is so large. We now do three training sessions. We'll do like a work week in mm. June, work week in July, and then a work week in August, just so that the material is fresh because mm -hmm. we're always growing and I'm around yep. so many creative people. And I love watching these young people come up with these concepts and, you know, and then to see, the other staff say, okay, we can create these techniques so that they can hit it. It's just, it's mind blowing mm -hmm. for me because you know, it's, it's, I see the evolution happen in front of my face and I see yep. the young ones yeah. come through and it's just so it's, it's incredible. There we go, dude. I'm, we, you've sold me. We're doing one. We're doing one. <laughs> yes. All right, cool. We're, we're going to be summer, summer 2024. We're going to lock that. it in. I love that. I got an idea already. Um, okay. and we're gonna make it happen. So, but you have all these staff and I remember when we were on, I know you have to manage, you know, the, you have to manage big personalities. And so oh, yeah. at one time you had myself and Brendan <laughs> I'll never and Mike Burns this. and Brooklyn, Brooklyn all yeah. the same staff, right? Just yeah. big personalities. So tell me about, yeah. Tell me about managing big personalities and dare I say egos, like how, you know, how do you do that now? with yeah. just the talent that you have? Uh, well, you know, I I want everybody to be themselves. You know, that that's the thing about Action Spirit. Uh, we want you to be who you are because uh, that's why we hired you, you know? So having these big personalities, they don't always mesh. Uh, some have to, you know, you have to be the one that has to tap them on the shoulder and basically say, you need to, you know, scale it back or maybe get in your own lane. Mm -hmm. And Steve and myself are really good about trying to um, get everybody on the same page. You know, it doesn't always happen. You know, and when you're talking about staff that's traveling from hotel to hotel to hotel fly on flights, you know, getting up early, working all day. I mean, it's such a rigorous job, even though it's mm -hmm. fun, a fun job, it is a lot of work. Um, and we demand a lot. We expect a lot from, from the staff. So, you know, mm -hmm. they're going to get on each other's nerves every now and then. Uh, but for the most part, we, I love the big personalities. I, we need that, that it makes it fun for the kids. You know, a lot of the mm -hmm. kids, uh, during the pandemic, when we had to shut down and not actually do camps, uh, a lot of the, the programs were trying to scale back and say, okay, we have a budget now because we don't know what's going on in the pandemic. So they, a lot of them did mm -hmm. surveys and they said, what was your favorite part of the season or the year? And uh, mm -hmm. we were always uh, one of the top three going to Action Spirit mm -hmm. Camp. The kids said we loved it. Yeah. And so I felt like, wow, that's that's pretty incredible. You know, we're, we're mm -hmm. such a small, we play such a small part and it's always in the very beginning. And I just love that we leave profound, you know, such profound Im impressions on these kids. And now, you know, these kids want to be on action spirit and it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's pretty incredible. I love it. Yeah, dude. Love it. Here we go. Um, so Ray, mm -hmm. I want to apologize for all the gray hairs I gave you. 
as a young adolescent. Dude, you're amazing. Jason, I, I let you be you, man. I let you be you. And yeah. uh, you guys are, I am so proud of you guys. Just, for those that don't know Jason Larkins, which is you know, probably unheard of, everybody knows Jay. Uh, he was the amazing, the guy that you see now was the same guy I remember, so passionate and so focused and so driven. And I just love to see where you're at now. I think it's pretty fascinating. And, and I'm just, I just over the moon, I'm proud of you. Thanks, Ray. I yeah, appreciate you, man. For sure. Um, let's go here. Um, this is, this just fascinates me. Um, we're talking oh, about working together and, and just collaboration, but yeah. I saw that you and Eric Little did mm -hmm. a routine together. So how does that <laughs> How does that work? How and and why? Oh, you know, I, Eric and I, we go way back to the NCA days, um, like in the nineties, and and uh, we we're at a point in our life where, like, wow, we were here from the very, very beginning, and we're still mm -hmm. in it. And you know, <clears throat> there's so much talent out there. I'm talking from a choreographer's standpoint. It's like there's so many new faces and and talented people coming in, and it's like it makes our jobs harder. And we're like, oh gosh, we're mm -hmm. you know we're the older ones, so we have to like keep up our game. And so you know, we we have that bond that hey, we've been here from the very beginning, and uh, we're still doing what we love. So mm -hmm. we look. And it, it, I think that's what bonds us. And we call each other family, you know, we call each other brothers and, you know, every now and then our paths cross. And we had, I mean, he was in town for some random thing. I think it was choreographing in San Diego. We had an action spirit camp and he said, I want to see you. So we hung out, mm -hmm. you know, had dinner and that's how it all, you know, kind of uh, came to, uh, we said we should work together, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. just kind of like, casual conversation. And then, uh, as it, the year went on, we started pushing more towards it and it happened. I said, what better place come to cheer for us and work with me mm -hmm. with infinity. Cause infinity mm -hmm. has always been one of my babies. Um, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, um, I, you know, Eric little is just incredible. He's one of my inspirations, you know, uh, Eric and Ray Lozano, um, just mm -hmm. big, people in my life, you know, that have driven, basically like helped me get where I'm getting, you know, where I'm at right now, mm -hmm. you know, just inspired me. So what better person, you know, and he is a big personality. He's funny. Uh, I love to surround myself with funny people and um, it was seamless. You know, we vibed off of each other and it, you know, the, the kids loved it and we, we created something pretty spectacular. So uh, you'll get to see that at Worlds. <laughs> There we go. Love it. Absolutely love it. Okay. So before we get to our break, let's hop in. Um, I've been seeing this post everywhere. You're the first person I saw post it, uh, but American cheer icon. So yeah. what's going on? What's the hype? <clears throat> tell us about, you know, what, what okay. this is all about. Yeah. So um, I'll tell you what I know. It's still, there's still a lot going on with behind the scenes. Um, it basically it's, it's going to be a reality show and it's going to be a reality competition basically and what they're going to mm -hmm. do is they're going to pick the top 100 athletes from all over the country and that from there the 100 athletes from what i understand will compete on on the live shows and during the live mm -hmm. shows they'll have uh celebrity judges uh celebrity host and then of course coaches and choreographers in the industry uh like brad habermill mm -hmm. and and you know like uh and then all of us choreographers like blake johnson uh mm -hmm. lewis jonathan lewis i mean just yep. incredible people uh we will all play a part of probably uh you know mentoring the athletes creating the routines that they compete with um it's still I don't know all the details, but that's where the show is going. And then what happens is they pick the top team to be the American icon team and they mm -hmm. travel, they do the residency show that's in Nashville. Mm. And then from okay. what I understand, they will, and they'll do, you know, sh shows. And from there, they're going to do a tour and it will tour all over the, the country. So there I'm go. very blessed Good. to be part of it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you're, your life is a blessing, Ray. Come on, yeah, it man. is. This guy, no, this guy gets everything. <laughs> no, dude, I'm serious. I am very lucky to be doing what I do. And like, I'm, lucky is not the word. Bless, like I said. Yeah, that's a perfect word. Yeah, 
There we go. Love it. All right. So here, Ray, we're going to get to a break. And then when we come back, we're going to dig in more about choreography and you as a choreographer. Okay, cool. Hey, Let's Talk Cheer podcast listeners. I need to tell you about the number one all-star cheer conference this summer. I'm going to be speaking at it as a guest speaker, so you already know it's going to be fire. The Next Gen Summer Conference will be in Dallas June 23rd through the 25th. This conference is perfect for everyone in your gym. There will be skills classes for the coaches, leadership and management classes for the directors, and business classes for the owners. Guest instructors will include myself, Jason Larkins, Romel Osuna of World Cup, Adam Forte of Forte Spirit Solutions, and the whole crew from Next Gen. Make sure to head on over to ngconferences.com to register today. And we're back. So, Ray, I wanted to ask you about the best gift a a gym can give a choreographer. And I don't mean like a fruit basket. I mean like <laughs> what can gyms do? <laughs> what can gyms do that makes you go, I'm so glad to be working with this program right now. Like what makes uh, the choreography experience yeah. spe- not special, but easier for you um, as you do these sessions? Yeah. Well, first of all, I do want to gift basket and some presents. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Joking. I'm kidding. I'm I'm so low maintenance when it comes to stuff like that. Um, uh, well, I I think just being prepared. Uh, you know, I've uh, I've built long lasting relationships with the gyms I work with. Uh, I mean, most of them I've worked with at least five years, so they know what to expect and. Uh, what I expect is that the kids are just prepared. They know what a, I mean, this is kind of funny because I know a lot of my peers are going to be like, yeah, I know that's frustrating when they don't know how to do a seat roll or they don't know how <laughs> to do, you know, a, a motions or whatever, like the basic fundamentals mm-hmm. of, of cheerleading in itself. Uh, yeah. So being prepared is probably the best gift you can give. Uh, and also just like letting the kids know, hey, that we have a short amount of time to get this all this done and this is going to set you up for your season so either you pay attention and focus so that we can get the best out of the choreographer or this is going to be one of those things where we're going to have to re-choreograph things because you weren't paying attention or whatever you know not not practicing your stuff Mm -hmm. i always say this to the kids i say or athletes i say listen if i'm on my feet working the entire time this entire 12 hours you are also I, you know, I, I'll give mm-hmm. you breaks and whatnot, but if I teach you something and I go to work on another piece of it, you are practicing. You're not sitting there lounging, turning your brains off. You need to be engaged the entire time. So I always say, I, that's the very first thing I say to them. We have a little talk and I say, listen, I'm very patient. Mm-hmm. However, we got a lot to do and I want to see you engage the entire time. So, yeah. And, and I get that now. I, I mean, I'm very, very, you know, I, I think I've set up. Uh, the programs that I work with, they know exactly A, B, and C what to do before I get there. Mm-hmm. And so, yep. yeah, pretty lucky. There you go. Yeah, Ray, Ray um, real quick, I forgot, I actually had forgotten about this till just now, but I got to thank you. <clears throat> My first summit championship, we had been getting killed in dance all season long. Oh. Killed in dance all season long. And I'm okay. just like, oh, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I remember I called you. This is back at PCM. Yeah. And I said, Ray, we need a <laughs> dance. Like, we were getting killed, Ray. Yeah. And I remember you came You came from cheer. I won't forget that you came from cheer sports sharks. You you just got done working with, like, great whites. And you're like, yeah. well, I could cut. I have, like, one night. That's all yeah. I need. <laughs> I yeah. Have one night. And you flew in. You knocked out our dance. And yeah. um, we went and won the summit that year. And, I love that. Um, so I, I appreciate you, Ray. I, you. I remember Thank you for coming they, in and saving uh, well, the day. I'm, no, I didn't save the day. I'm just glad I could be part of that. I mean, they were incredible. I remember them. I remember vivid, that Thanks. routine vividly. It was it was set up for success. I'm just glad I was a Thanks. small piece. <laughs> yeah, no, you were you were the piece. We needed it, man, because it, <laughs> it was always we were getting killed all season long. And I'm like, do we have the routine? We just can't yeah. figure this dance out. So uh, thanks for that. So here's I, what I'll I appreciate ask you. That. Yeah. No, for real. Um, how much of the routine, how much things are pre-planned and for you and how much is improvised on the spot for you? 
Yeah, you know, I get that question a lot because I'm I'm constantly on the road and I, I literally will fly from one gym to the next where you know, and I'll I'm going you know, all year long, actually, all year long. And uh, mm -hmm. so I don't, you know, I, I try to be as prepared as possible, uh, especially if it's a program that um, I have not worked with before, or I'm mm -hmm. not, you know, it's more one of the newer programs. I try to have my all my ducks, you know, everything covered. Like if this doesn't work, I need to try this. If this doesn't work, I need to try this. But if I'm working with teams that I've, I've done for years and years and, and I know the coaches and they know what to expect, um, I pretty much come in with concepts and then I build off of that. Uh, a lot of people say, mm -hmm. where do you get your inspiration? And I say, well, actually from the kids, uh, from the, mm -hmm. from the gym culture, you know, like when you walk in the door, are the kids focused? Or are they just all over the place? Um, the environment, you know, is the environment, uh, conducive for the kids to learn, or is there a lot of distractions going on? Um, there's so many key factors that play into where my head goes, if that makes sense. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, not everybody has the luxury of having a team in a gym quiet by themselves with the, you know, so, mm -hmm. uh, that's just not, I mean, it happens every now and then, but for the most part, it, that is, is not the usual. So, uh, if I know it's going to be a big gym, like at stars Vipers, where they have multiple floors mm -hmm. and whatever, and I'm choreographing, I pretty much try to come in as prepared as possible with concepts and mm -hmm. ideas and whatnot. But like I said, my inspiration and all that comes from all those things, everything surrounding yep. it, the gym culture, the kids, the chemistry between the kids, that, that sort of thing. There we go. Yeah. And I've said this for years. Ray Jasper is the best choreographer. <laughs> Don't say <honor>. that. <laughs> nope. I've said it for years. I haven't jinxed you yet. No way. <laughs> no way. I, so, I, well, you were recognized. Um, few years ago choreographer of the year usass choreographer of the year so what that mean to you when you won that award uh well that wasn't a few years ago but i i will take it it, it was in <laughs> i think uh 2012 uh it was actually it really breathed uh more fire into me and more passion and and whatnot mm -hmm. because you know it is a hard job to live on the road and in hotels and, and, and traveling and, and whatnot that it, it's tough on your, your, uh, just your overall mental health. And when I was, you know, acknowledged, uh, and, and all that hard work, all the, everything that I've done, just, it was like, I guess, validating. It just was like, this is why mm -hmm. you do it, you know, because, um, mm -hmm. you love, what you do and now people recognize that and you love creating and people are rewarding you or acknowledging you for that so it just gave me this whole great like inspiration i guess if you will it just inspired me to work even harder okay sorry you cut out yeah. right at the end i knew it was the i knew it was the end of your sentence but then you cut yeah. you cut out so i was like he's uh, not gonna be able to hear okay. me okay. <clears throat> um but yeah i heard everything okay. <clears throat> um so you kind of mentioned the the burnout that or not the burnout but the mental yeah. fatigue that sets in when doing choreography because you're on the road so much. So you can talk about that year specifically when you won choreographer of the year or you can talk about any of the other years but what are those what goes into those challenges like what makes it so mentally taxing for you to be a a choreographer on the road all the time? Owners, directors, coaches, we are in comp season now. So if you're looking for a second set of eyes as you're gearing up for your big events, I'd love to help out. You send me a video of your routine and I send you a video back of your routine with what I would fix and how I would fix it. Teams I've done this for have gone on to be world champions, NCAA all-star champions, NCAA collegiate champions, summit champions, and D2 summit champions. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can reach me via email at Jason Larkins, or you can reach me on Instagram at Jason Larkins or on the Let's Talk Cheer podcast Instagram, Let's Talk Cheer podcast. Uh, well, being on the road you know number one uh being away from home and not having you know a, a family time uh not having a personal life uh 
it is um, it, get, it gets lonely. And, you know, I've, I've spoken to many of my peers who do what I do and we all feel the same way. You know, it is a lot mm -hmm. of work and a lot of like, well, just focusing and being turned on, you know, uh, a lot mm -hmm. of people, when I, when I travel, I'm just so exhausted and traveling is, is, is work in itself, you know, just getting to and from places mm -hmm. is a lot of work. And then you're spending 12 hours days, you know, just trying to push and be creative and whatnot. So it is very taxing mm -hmm. on you. Um, I, for me, I, in the beginning, it was, I did go through burnout and I found myself complaining a lot and just saying, oh, this and that, you know, just, just being very um, immature about it. And finally, you know, I don't know when I had my coming to Jesus moment, but it was, I, I just, I don't know. One day I just said, you know what, you're doing what you love. How many people can mm -hmm. say that, you know, you're doing what you love and you're with people that are so larger than life and, you know, mm -hmm. you enjoy being with them. So focus on those things and not the negative. So I, I try to do that in my everyday life, you know, uh, whatever is, is, um, exhausting me or, you know, or if I feel disappointed about something or whatever, I try to not focus on that. I try to focus on all the great things that are around me. Mm -hmm. And I know that might sound cheesy, but it really does. That's what gives me that push to, um, you know, be better and to, mm -hmm. to, you know, appreciate the things around me, appreciate the things that yeah. you do have and not complain about the things you don't have. That's my, uh, you know, look on life. <laughs> so what advice do you give to those so when um so Brendan calls you or yeah. Ted calls you or any any other choreographers who you know are living the same lifestyle call you you know and they're first getting started they're like Ray I'm just I'm just feel burnt out and I just feel the fatigue what advice are you giving them to say you know this is how I've been dealing with it what advice are you giving them well, like I said earlier, I said, you know, you could be doing something else. You know, this isn't, you know, yeah. your cup of tea. I mean, you know, you're very fortunate. It's more of a, a like a, you know, like a reality check. I say, look, you're doing what you mm -hmm. love. Just remember that. That's what you need to focus on. I mean, we all do, all of us choreographers, mm -hmm. we're, we do what we do because we love it. I don't think we do it because we have to do it. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, because mm -hmm. it definitely takes a certain type of personality to do what we do. Um, so I, we all have to be passionate about it, you know? And I think mm -hmm. uh, when you get reach a point where you're just kind of like treading water, you feel, you know, like it's just too much, you know, it's nice to have friends that we can lean on and go, Hey, reality check, you're doing what you love. First world problems, mm -hmm. stop acting like yeah. that, you know, get it together, <laughs> you know? Um, or I just say, well, if you don't like it, then do something different. That's yeah. the coach in me. There we go. <laughs> you don't do something different. There you go. I love you it. You don't like it. Do okay. something different. <laughs> I've already mentioned this, you best choreographer in the world, but there are other coaches, choreographers putting in work. So who, who else, who do you see out there where you're like, man, that, you know, this choreographer, you know, um, either if they are already well-known or someone who's like yeah. relatively unknown right now, like who do you think is putting in work right now? Oh my gosh, Jason, there's so many great people. Uh, I mean, I don't want to forget anybody. I mean, I, it's Ben Lear is one of my favorites. I absolutely love the guy and, you know, he's super professional and he's fun and he's so innovative. Lewis, you know, everybody knows Lewis, like he's just, everything mm. he puts out there is fire. It's like, I watch him and, I'm, and I, and he's young and I see the time he puts in, you know, all the studying and what we're in reviewing of his routines. And I love that. That inspires me as well, you know, because mm. I never, I've looked at routines and reviewed and said, okay, I can do this better, but not at the, not at the level he does it at. And, and so mm -hmm. that was something I was like, okay, he's obviously has the the recipe for success because he is killing it out there. So I thought, okay, you know, mm -hmm. right. You need to do that. You need to like take a page out of his book and, and, and learn. Mm -hmm. And that's always been my thing. I always try to learn from the people around me or the people that inspire me. Uh, like, like I said, Eric little, um, that I could go on Blake Johnson, just, you know, and we are all pretty connected. Uh, you know, we're mm -hmm. all, all on this, like this group chat and, uh, we always, you know, mm -hmm. put out shout outs. We're like Dalston. Oh, your yeah. routines are phenomenal. You know, we, we always give each other a lot of like, you know, uh, 
shout outs. We, you know, just because we know yeah. how hard this is and, you know, and all, even if our teams are competing against each other, obviously we want to win. Right. But we mm-hmm. can look past all that and be like, Hey, that was a fantastic job. Like, I love that routine, yeah. you know, and, and we do that. And I love that. I, I love that. I, we have that network and that, that, uh, chemistry together. Yeah. So there's a lot and of them. You I mentioned I, Blake Johnson. Yeah. Shout out to Blake. He is. I mean, incredible. I, I, him and my <laughs> sister incredible. are really good friends. Yeah. Oh, him okay. and my sister are really good friends from the UCA days. Um, you know, he's got Kentucky and, you know, Andrea's big UCA. And so I always just knew him as like a high school V rock choreographer, but I've started to see, I follow him on TikTok and I see all of his all-star stuff now, like all of his all-star dances. And I'm like, dude, Blake is like, Kill this him. guy's legit. He's, he's really, legit. really good. So it's, yeah, I, I can't believe how good he is. Like it, you know, it, funny he's story really about, incredible. So oh, well, yeah, funny story Blake. about him. Um, Wait, funny story about him. Here we go. So Listen. this is, this is your time. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say funny story about him just really quick is that he was the one who presented me my choreographer of the year. And so, you know, mm. he, he was obviously, he's still young, but he was a youngling. And now I like, I watch his stuff and I, I actually uh, messaged him the other day and said, Hey dude, like Wildcats dance is so good. Like I, I, it was amazing. And he's all, thank you. You know, hearing it from grandpa Ray. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. And, uh <laughs> Yeah, there's so many of us out there, and I'm just inspired by all of them. That's cool. There you go. Um, yeah. Now here, here's your here's your chance to uh, to shoot your shot, Ray. Not that you need not that you need the Let's Talk to Your podcast to to help you, but is there a team out there that you haven't worked with that you'd like to work with? <laughs> oh wow. Um, I I don't know. I feel like my I feel like everybody I work with, I just love them so much. And that's what I focus on. I don't feel like I'm missing out on, if that makes any sense, I'm missing out Mm -hmm. on any kind of like opportunity to work with a program. Like I just Mm -hmm. focus on the programs I have and I look forward to working with them. I, you know, I mean, I I, I will give a shout out. I mean, they're one of my all time favorite teams is uh, TGLC, you know, like top gun is mm-hmm. just, and Victor and Kristen are just incredible people. And so, um, that would be, uh, an awesome opportunity, but I know that they, they don't need me. They're, they're doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> they're I, just I know. Fine. I'm not sure how often he listens, but I know that Victor has tuned into a few episodes before. So Victor, if you nice. hear this, get no, the man, you heard that's him. Stressful. Get the man. <laughs> That, no, that's, that's what the there. world needs. The world needs Ray Jasper and TGLC. That's what the world's waiting for. So there we go. If, if it happens, it was, you heard it here first. True story. When I was a kid, my sister would practice her back handsprings down the hill on the side of our yard. Back then, buying mats from Tumble Track was not an option. But now you can step your tumbling game up with a folding incline mat by Tumble Track. Start perfecting those rolls, kickovers, handsprings, and tucks with these cheese wedges that come in three different sizes and three bold colors. Get ready to flip, twist, and tumble like never before with the safety of an incline mat by Tumble Track. Link in the description. And we're back. Got a few more questions for you, Ray. Thanks for uh Ray again. Thanks for coming on. This has been this has been a blast. Everyone's going to love it. So, let's go here. You have traveled all over the world um through action. Well, not through action, but through, you know, with your talent and everything. But with action and choreography. Yeah. So, what is what's the best part of the world for you? Good old USA. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm yeah. no, uh, you know, every place that I go to has a special charm and, you know, uh, I, I have so many great memories of it. It's hard to just pick one. Uh, I love Europe, uh, as far as, um, work. I mean, I love Australia. I'm always out in Australia and New Zealand and what have you. And, and like I said, each one of them has uh, a certain special place in my heart for the, you know, and why I love going there. So I get, I don't think I could pick one. All right. So well, that's at least my I answer. pick your favorite food. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm <laughs> my favorite food. Oh, that's going to be hands down Mexican food back in San Diego, California. <laughs> there we go. Dude, it, it's there's nothing better. I dude, there's nothing Can't. better uh, than all San my, Diego Mexican food. All my friends in Mexico would argue that. I I've 
gone into arguments with them. I'm like, no, you need to come to San Diego. And they just roll their eyes. They scoff at me. They're like, oh. yeah, it's, <laughs> there's nothing better. Yeah. Than San Diego. I remember talking to Gio. Um, yeah. And he, he, we had taken them. We, uh, we were working the cheer force camp and we, dude, you got to get a California burrito. Yeah. He has a California burrito and he thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. Right. And he, I, he said, he tells me a story how he went back to Miami and he's, he's trying to get oh, to make yeah. a California burrito. He's like, well, can you dude. put fries in it? And he's like, they're looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah. in San Diego, man. Oh, so. when I, I, li- when I right. lived in, it's funny. I lived in Miami and I, I went on a hunt for a Mexican restaurant. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of Cuban restaurants there and whatnot. And I love Cuban food too, but I could not find one. I finally found an Alberto's. It's sort of like, it's a big chain in San Diego. And I was like, Mm -hmm. wait, what? Went there, definitely was not the same. So I learned my lesson. Oh no, only San Diego. (laughs) Dude, love it. Yeah, we need Alberto's. Come out to Bakersfield. We need one of those out here. Yeah. (laughs) We have an Alfonso's, which is actually, Alfonso's is actually pretty good. It's no Alberto's, but it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. all right. So if cheerleading were made illegal tomorrow, what would you be doing? Oh, I would be a professional vacationer. <laughs> That's what I would do. I, I would, I would, I would, because I love to travel. I mean, gosh, I don't know. I love my job so much that it's like, I don't look at it as a job. Um, I, I do it. Like I said, I do it because I love it. So I'd have to do something that I love. I don't think that I could just do a nine to five, you know, job that I, I don't have connections with people. So I don't, that's hard. Um, maybe something in education. Cause I love kids, mm-hmm. but you know, rent's due tomorrow. So I probably have to serve tables. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to school. True story. I love it. I love it. You know, rent is due tomorrow. I love that attitude. Rent's due tomorrow. I gotta do something. All right. Um, Speaking of waiting tables and dinner, five dinner guests, dead or alive. Who who's who's coming to you get to have your dinner? You talk to them about whatever you want. Who's coming okay. to your your dinner? Man, that was a great segue. Um, uh, you know what? I'd have. I mean, most people probably say celebrities. I'd have to say my. It would have to be. And this is going to be. I know you're going to be like whatever. It's. It had to be. It has to be friends and family. It would have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I. It, you know, I like Brendan, Ted, Brooklyn, like uh, just people like with personalities like that. I know I'm not picking anybody specific, but just like people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who I want to be at dinner with. Uh, I just, I, I celebrities. Mm, I don't really yeah. have an interest in, I can watch them on TV and get enough, you know, out of it, but I would have to be <laughs> the five people would have to be, it'd be friends and family. I know um, that's not the answer you, you know, we wanted. Had Brendan. No, you're good. No, you know, what's funny about Brendan is he's, he's so funny is oh. we, um, me and Brendan got ramen one time. Like, Hey, let's go get some ramen. Yeah. And we go, we get some ramen and I slurp it and he leaves the room. He just gets <laughs> up and goes, I can't Jay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I, I can't. He has his little All right. I'll just eat my ramen by myself. <laughs> So if you're gonna have dinner with Brendan, don't have soup. Like and, just you know, or don't sneeze because he'll he will he'll yeah, book yeah, it. Exactly. He'll book it to the front you know door. What's so funny, dude. He always. Is, he's got me on that. Now I when yeah. people sneeze, like because he's like emphasized it so much over the oh, years. Yeah, I'm like, yo, he's got a point. He's got yeah. a point. He does. <laughs> and he so does. now I kind of I'm like, oh man. So now I kind of like don't breathe when people sneeze. Like I don't try to be <laughs> as I dramatic, I, but I am thinking it. I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, he's right. It's so funny when when that happens. The theatrics that come out of him. I I just sit there with popcorn and I watch him go through his moment. You know, <laughs> when somebody sneezes, it's like the funniest thing to watch. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Um, all right. Here we go, Ray. So what needs to start, stop, or change in the industry? Okay, I'll make this quick. Uh, start, I would like to see on the score sheet, us. well, the routines to be, uh, oh my gosh, get your words together. I would like to see creativity rewarded a lot more. And I know a lot of people mm-hmm. would have uh, their, you know, opinions about that. Um, but I think our, like I said earlier, our sport is not, it's not just about athleticism. It's also about the performance, you know, the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the theatrics, if you will, like some programs are really, you know, theatrical. And I love that. I love that we can be our own 
people, you know, but I want the score sheet to reflect that. I would like to see something on the score sheet that really rewards creativity um, Mm -hmm. and thinking outside the box, you know, so that our, our sport is always evolving and, you know, everybody has their own look, if you will. Um, Mm -hmm. Stop, um, stop in our industry. I'm going to make this general. Um, I think social media, the social media platforms where uh, you have your Mm -hmm. anons, you know, that go on there and, uh, just terror people, mm-hmm. terror programs down, people putting, you know, programs against each other. Um, I it just, to me, it's so sad. I, I'm like, you, we all work so hard. You know, all these athletes put in hours and, and money and blood, sweat and tears into what we love, right? Into the sport. Why can't we uplift each other? Why can't we be supportive of each other? Why, mm-hmm. why does it have to be like this program sucks because, excuse my language, if they, you know, they drop or this person's like, can't we just embrace like everybody and, and just be supportive, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, at the end of the day, we are cheerleaders. We should be, you know, we should be positive. We should be uplifting. Mm -hmm. We should be supportive. And that, that to me needs to stop the whole tearing down. It's too toxic, you know? And, um, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's hard for me to go on Twitter and, and look at some of the things that I see, even if it's a program that I'm not connected with or don't really know much about, uh, you know, on the inside, like the people or whatever, and I see people tear them down, I'm like, you know, it just, it's enough. Enough's enough. So I try not to look yeah. at all that. Um, as far as change in the industry, um, I would love for our coaches and our gym owners to be able to have a voice and that voice be heard mm-hmm. when it comes to, um, creating score sheets or creating, you know, the rubric, the rules. And, and I know that we have committees, they say we have all these committees and whatnot, but if for me, I look and say, okay, you're all on these committees. So why aren't these things being implemented? You know, if you are saying Mm -hmm. something, why isn't it happening? So, and I have to hear this frustration because I have to create these routines, you know, you know, all my peers have to Mm -hmm. create these routines. And so we hear the coaches, we hear the gym owners, the frustration and, you know, just the anxiety that they have when these rules are, you know, just kind of, they change the rules. And, and that's another thing I, I yep. you know, changing the rules mid season and all that stuff. It, that's tough because a lot of us will do our routines early in the season and, and they spend thousands of mm-hmm. dollars for us to be there. And then next thing you know, you know, the gym's calling and go, Hey, we have to change this because of this, yep. this and that. And this, this has just been from the past couple of years and we have to go back and that's more money and our time and, and whatnot. So, um, I would like for our industry to get on the same page. And I don't know how, I mean, I'm sure logistically that's tough because, um, there's so many of us, but I would, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, we have a voice. It needs to be heard and changes need to happen. There we go. Love it. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah. Two two more questions. Um <clears throat> Oh, three more questions. Sorry. Ah. Uh three more questions. So, uh any are there any rumors, myths or narratives that you'd like to debunk right now? Yeah, sure. Um so Earlier, I think it was last summer, actually, earlier, Eric Little and I were uh, at dinner. I mentioned earlier, and we talked about, hey, who's going to be, you know, and there was a picture of us and someone posted, oh, look at Ray and Eric uh, arguing about who made more money at Bring It On. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and answer that question for you. Do you really need to ask that question? Gym owners, do you find yourself working 100-hour weeks? And then did you know that being underpaid and undervalued is the number one cause for owner burnout? The business coaches at NextGen, some of my good friends, can help you get out of that rut. They, in fact, are gym owners themselves, so they've been in your shoes. The NextGen coaches work alongside gym owners to help them grow their programs and build their profits. So if you want to learn more about how NextGen can help you. Book a call at nextgenowners.com. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. I love you. I love you, Eric Little. But come on. I did the movie. Come on. <laughs> and I don't like bragging about that. Love it. <laughs> but Eric's going to kill me. Man, I love it. There you go. 
I love your art. That was the best. That was the best. All right, here we go. Um, all right, Ray. Uh, yeah. Who else should we have on the show? Oh, you know what? I was thinking about this. I there. Annalisa Price would be great because um, I don't really know many coaches like her. She definitely has her own take on how she gets in, I don't want to say get in the kids' heads, but how she gets the kids to do what she wants to do. And it's so fascinating Mm -hmm. because she plays this mom role and the coach role. And a lot of the times when I watch the kids, they want to do it not because they're intimidated by Anna. They don't want to, they're, they're not doing it because, you know, she's screaming at them or whatever. They want to do it because mm-hmm. they love her. They love her and they yeah. don't want to disappoint her. And when you have that kind of, you know, impression on your athletes, that's right there, the winning formula, in my opinion, you know, you, you have the kids on your side, they see your vision, they don't want to disappoint you. So they work hard for you and they do it all out of love. And I just think that yeah. Annalisa definitely knows. I mean, she is one of the best female coaches I know. And um, mm-hmm. I would love to hear her interview, her podcast, and how she does yeah. her things. I yeah. mean, I sort of know how she does her things, but I think it'd be great for other people to learn from her. Yeah, for sure. That's actually a, a really good one. I just saw I saw her at Jams the other day. And it's crazy because, you know, Obviously, Anna coached me. She loves you. I see her at jams, and I'm like, y'all, you guys better get tight because this is my old coach, and y'all are not going to embarrass me right. in front of Anna. Y'all better be sharp. <laughs> and they are. Your teams are always so sharp. It's yeah. like incredible. I love um, it. We, you know, and it's the, and you know, it's really because, you know, because Anna was such a stickler on us. She really was. She was a stickler yeah. on us about every Details. motion. Yeah. And, and that really like set the foundation for me on just how to be clean and sharp because she was meticulous with us when it came to those routines. Yeah. yeah. Um, absolutely. There we go. Great answer. Yeah. All right, here we go. So let's, uh, let's get last question. If the people want to either follow your journey or get in contact with with you about choreography or an action spirit camp, how can the people find you online? Yeah, for Action Spirit, you can go on actionspiritcamps.com uh, and uh, you can message us there. Or if you want to reach out to uh, myself personally, um, I'm on Facebook uh, and it's Raymond Jasper, not Ray Jasper. But um, yeah, on Facebook, you can reach me there. And also Instagram. I know a lot of people message me there, but that's probably the one platform I don't usually answer people on. It's mainly Facebook and stuff. You can find find me on there. So, um, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Love it. Ray, you have been great and you're welcome back anytime. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, let's talk to your podcast listeners. Although this episode has come to an end, there are a few other cheer podcasts out there that you can add to your weekly routine. If you're a gym owner or gym director and want to dive more into the business side of things, then check out the Connecting People and Profits podcast with host Dan Cotton. If you're a former cheerleader and want to hear the success stories from other former cheer athletes after their cheering days are done, then you'd love the Life After Cheer podcast with host Danielle Donovan. And if you're a cheer parent and need another cheer parent to relate to and want to hear things from a cheer mom's perspective, then the Cheer Mom podcast is for you. Check one of them out. Check them all out. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching the Let's Talk Cheer podcast. Definitely subscribe so you never miss out on anything from the show. We're making a podcast. Here we are.